In this audio, we are going to be discussing Satan's agenda. And as I mentioned in the previous audio, Satan wanted to be God and wanted to take God's place, but was instead overthrown by God and thrown away from the most glorious place that ever existed and that still exists, which is heaven. Uh, you know, he was so full of pride and he was arrogant uh, and he still is a creature full of pride and is extremely arrogant. And he who once roamed heaven with such power and beauty and splendor and wisdom and authority is just overthrown. What do you think Satan could be feeling? You know, he lost face in front of all as he was someone very great. And uh, suddenly he's just thrown out of his home in heaven, his glorious home. He who wanted to rule the heavens in God's place is suddenly overthrown. Uh, so now you can understand why the devil is so upset and angry. Uh, you know, Satan knows that he can't touch God because God is God. He is omnipotent, all-powerful. So what do you think he feels? He feels anger, intense anger towards God. And he's furious, but he can't touch God because God is invincible. God is untouchable. So his entire goal now is to hurt God. To mock and insult God and get back at God and what better way to hurt God and get back at God than to hurt his children you know what is the best way to hurt someone you know you attack their child harm and hurt them or destroy them similarly the best way to hurt the father God is to hurt his precious children and take them to hell where there is intense agony and pain for all eternity you know, so that's the devil's primary goal. Get back at God, hurt God. And he can't do it directly, but he can hurt him indirectly through us, his precious children. And, you know, uh, the, the children, the very children who he loves so much, so much that he sent his own beloved son to die for us. So the devil knows that the only way he can take people to hell is if he gets them to disobey God and sin. And when he takes people to hell, he has his perfect revenge to get back at God. You know, now do you see the devil's agenda? The devil knows that he can never defeat God and he knows what his end is going to be. So someone who is upset and angry with God and they know that their doomsday is approaching, uh, what is their reaction going to be? They know that they are anyway going down, so their goal is to do as much damage before going and as the end approaches they want to maximize the damage because they know that they are anyway going to be destroyed so they decide why not go down with a bang thus you see the increase in evil the in suffering in rebellion against god and times are getting worse by the day consider this illustration let's say there's a terrorist organization that has caused a lot of damage the government has found out all the loopholes, they've gathered intelligence, uh, they know their locations and, you know, they are going to catch them. Now, the terrorists know that they are going to be caught, that they are cornered on all sides and when caught, they are going to be punished severely. So, will they silently go uh, and sit in a corner crying? No way. They will be in fact so furious that before they go, they will only want to try to inflict maximum damage before they are caught. They will not go down without a fight. In fact, they will go down causing havoc. 
that is exactly what the devil is also planning to do and is doing. So let's look at the first instance of how the devil worked to bring about the fall of mankind. You know, Satan tricked Eve into committing the first sin by disobedience to God's simple command, which was, do not eat the fruit of that tree. You know, the devil did not tell Eve, God is bad, God is wrong, and put her off instantly. But the devil got through to her very cunningly by trying to twist God's words by saying, you know, surely God did not mean that. Maybe you misunderstood because there's nothing wrong in knowing good from evil as it will only benefit you. You know, so uh, all these kinds of ways he tried to manipulate Eve. And Satan knows that if he outright tells people, God is bad, God is wrong, then people will not believe him. So then this great deceiver, which is what the devil is called, uses the best way possible, the best way that he knows to manipulate people into breaking God's words little by little. And how does he do that? By twisting and modifying the words of God and putting doubts into people's hearts saying, you know, God couldn't have meant that. Maybe you have misunderstood. And before we know it, we have strayed so far away from God's commands, uh, you know, uh, and we'll be so surprised when we look back. Uh, you know, the other way Satan tricks people today is by making signs progress so much that uh, nowadays people will begin to question the existence of God, of heaven, of uh, the devil and uh, demons or, uh, you know, uh, heaven or hell, anything. Uh, so in the beginning, you know, God gave only one command, do not eat of the fruit. And that was the very thing that the devil tricked Eve into breaking. So breaking God's commands brought about the fall of mankind. Now, after having tricked Eve, he put all the blame on her. That's how the devil works. He said, you know, I, I never forced her to eat. She chose to do it herself. So he put all the blame on her. And that's how the devil works. The devil barely uh, tricks us in the big things, you know. It's in the small, simple things that he manipulates us. Uh, so now the biggest task for the people of today is to understand the trickery of the devil and how he gets us to sin and slowly become distant from our very source of life that is our God and Savior, uh, you know, Jesus Christ. So getting to know your enemy before the battle, getting to clearly weigh your enemy's strength and weaknesses and how he attacks and how he works and what he hates and, you know, what makes him weak etc. These things are important to know so that you can fight and win the battle against the devil. But let me also warn you that getting to know the devil in detail is bad and addictive because the power the devil shows you can have could get to our heads. So beware. But instead, what we can do is by getting to know God more and more and studying his word more and more, he our God will give us the wisdom and the insight to discern what the devil is and about how he works and how he tricks us and how to defeat him. So now Satan knows the truth about God and his words. He knows that the Bible are the very words of the only true God and that it gives life. And the devil also knows that the word is the only weapon that can fight and defeat him. And the devil knows that the Bible exposes him and his tricks and gives people the wisdom to recognize the difference you know, between God and the devil. 
and thus the drastic effort he takes in stopping believers or Christians from reading the Bible, stopping Christians from, uh, you know, meditating upon the Holy Scriptures. You know, uh, today the world is actually full of new religions and so many gods. Do you attack anyone who is not a threat to you? Never. Will a country attack another country that is not a threat to it? I don't think so. So the devil feels very threatened by Christian believers. Why? Because, you know, uh, they have been given the very words of God through the Bible, the Holy Scriptures. Thus, he makes so much effort to keep a Christian away from the Bible because if they were to start reading it, they would understand his ploy and fight him and win too using the Bible. So the devil keeps a Christian in ignorance and fools them into thinking, you know, the Bible is a powerless, old, outdated book. So when I read the Bible and I pray to the Most High, I'm actually opening the door to many blessings and divine favor and also divine protection and closing the door to the devil and his curses. So in short, it's a matter of abundant life or death and hell. These two paths are before me. So what, when we should be giving it all of our attention or at least most of our attention, we give it the least of our time or no time at all. And Satan knows, you know, what we stand to gain and what he stands to lose if we start studying the Bible and he is scared to lose. So every soul that goes to heaven rubs failure to this creature of pride and every soul lost in hell shows his victory and thus he works so hard. Uh, you know, remember his goal is just to get back at God and hurt God. So remember this, one believer can put a thousand demons to flight. Why can I say so? Because the word of God is God. And when God resides in a person's heart through God's words, the devil is powerless there and he has to flee. So he tempts and distracts us, you know, with all this glitz and glamour and busyness and fun. And I must say, he does not have to try very hard. He, he so easily makes us lose interest in the Bible. So, you know, uh, when God asks us to spend time in his word, uh, we behave like God is snatching something away from us. Uh, when in reality, God stands to gain nothing, but we stand to gain everything by connecting with our source of all life, that is our Father God, who is also the source of, you know, all joy and blessings and peace that passes all understanding. Uh, this illustration would explain it perfectly. Consider a branch that is cut off from the main stem. Here a branch signifies you and me, and the main stem signifies Jesus. So, uh, you know, the branch dies, but the stem survives. The branch, you and me, when we are cut off, has no effect on the tree or the main stem. New branches come. The stem or the tree is self-sufficient, like our Father God. It is when the branch, that is you and me, is attached to the stem that it thrives and is full of life. So, uh, you know, even a branch that is only half connected eventually dies. Only when it is tightly joined to the stem, it thrives, it produces leaves and fruits, uh, you know, and one is tightly connected to the stem here, Jesus, uh, only if God's words remain in us and we are obedient to them. And Satan knows this, and so he has us badly fooled. Have you ever thought this? If the Bible was so unimportant, why does the devil know it so well?
As we all know, the devil quoted scripture to tempt Jesus. The devil was full of God's wisdom and thus, you know, he, he knows the entire words of God very, very well. Uh, and because he knows it so well, he can also manipulate it very easily, twist it very easily. Uh, and the Bible calls the devil, uh, you know, the father of lies. Uh, another question to note, why does the devil work so hard to prove that the Bible is powerless? Because he knows its absolute strength and he also knows that the word of God is the only weapon that can render him powerless. Why does the devil work so hard to prove that the Bible is false? Because Satan knows without even a shadow of a doubt that it is the absolute truth. Why does the devil work so hard to prevent it from being read, you know, if the word of God is so powerless? Uh, the devil knows that the word of God holds great power when used in faith. And he also knows that faith comes from hearing and hearing the word of God. And Satan knows the more you read the word of God, the more your faith will increase. And when your faith increases, he, the devil, becomes more powerless around you and you become more deadly to him. You know, the Bible also helps us learn more about heaven and hell. If a sane person were to read about a horrid place like hell and its torments, he will desperately want to avoid going there and he would do the needful to make sure of that. And Satan knows that. So the only way Satan can keep us from knowing the truth about hell is by making sure that we never read about it in the first place in the Bible. Similarly about heaven, if a sane person were to read about the glories and marvels of heaven, he would surely want to go there. Who in their right mind wouldn't want to be in such a place? Who wouldn't want to live in mansions, walk on streets of gold, be in a place where there is no sickness, no death, no suffering, pain or tears? I know I would. And Satan knows that too. So he has us fooled into thinking, you know, the Bible is some age-old, powerless book, a boring and a dead book. Whereas the Bible is the only book, the oldest book that has stood the test of time. And the Bible is even today the most sold book all over the world. You know, and I say this loud and I say this proud. The Bible is the oldest and the most sold book ever. Ask yourself another very important question. Who stands to gain the most if we are not reading the Bible? It's the devil. And who stands to lose the most if we start reading the Bible? That is also the devil. And that is why he tries so hard to keep you from reading the Bible. He knows this and he tries so hard to trick us into believing that we gain or lose nothing. You know, he is the father of lies. He is a big liar and a thief. He knows that we can so easily be tricked and fooled if we don't have the words of God to make us wise. Uh, you know, uh, consider also this, you know, every year in our education system, we have study books and we study them very wholeheartedly uh, and for all for the reason that, you know, uh, the studies can help us get a good job earn well so that we can give ourselves all the comforts that money can buy. Uh, in fact, it benefits only our physical life, but the Bible words of God are a wellspring of life which satisfies spirit, soul and body. Why then do we take such a phenomenal task so lightly when we should be studying the word of God most intently? You know, man is made up of spirit, soul and body. You can buy studying help your physical body but all the while you could be starving your soul 
only the word of god will nourish your soul and spirit don't starve your spirit and only focus on your physical uh, your body the body is temporary the spirit is eternal focus on eternity you know don't uh, think of only your temporary short uh, 60 to 70 year life uh, there's another thing that uh, you know uh, i have commonly come across uh, in every christian Uh, including myself you know I, initially when i used to study the bible i'll just read it and then i say oh it's too tough and i just give it up can we study our science books or our math books in one reading no way we got to spend hours studying our books and we read it several times the same with our bible you know uh, when why do we wonder that we don't remember anything from our bible without spending any time with it is it any surprise why we don't know anything from our bibles if we don't understand something in our math book we study it over and over again till we understand but we give up so easily with one reading of the bible saying it's too hard why that's another ploy of the devil you know every year in our education system we have to study about five to six new books whether we like it or not whereas the bible is one book that god has given man uh from birth to death which has a dynamite of power within it it makes us equipped you know in handling man handling the devil brings us closer and closer to a supernatural all powerful god it makes us wise unlike any other and uh you know this bible when we should be running to it we run so far away from it You know the Bible is like God's biography written by people but led by God himself and if you want to know more about God you need to read the very book that describes him the best which is the Bible the holy scriptures now if you want to know more about mother teresa no point in reading a book about annie besant you know no amount of books can ever replace what the bible speaks about god that's another ploy of the devil the devil gets us so occupied with devotional books and christian books and keep us away from the word of god the bible similarly reading just one chapter of the biography will not tell you much about mother teresa we have to read the whole book many of us read only psalms and think you know we know god well but we are deceived by the devil just to ease our conscience the devil makes us think that reading psalms is enough now for example can you pass a math exam by learning just one chapter out of 20 chapters no way similarly to pass this exam of life we need to study the whole bible from cover to cover and then practice what it says so let's start becoming wise let us take our bibles apart by reading it uh, from cover to cover and uh, find the treasures that lie hidden deep within the word of god a new converts read the bible like they have found a great and rare treasure but we christians sadly take it so lightly treat it so casually consider a person dying of thirst in a desert when his last bottle of water runs out uh, and he is almost going to die Uh, you know what is his reaction when he at last finds a, a little bit of water a small spring of water that's the reaction of a convert who sees the bible they run to it desperately how do we treat the bible you know if someone were to give you the keys to a house and say that there's a big stash of diamonds hidden inside it and if you look for it and find it it's yours 
Would you quietly sit and look for it lazily or would you look for it eagerly and passionately and maybe even a little desperately and frantically? Today, you know, everything but God is superb and exciting. It's a ploy of the devil to destroy, you know, everyone by keeping them away at any cost from the Bible. And people are furthest away today from God's word because the distractions are so huge simply because the devil knows that his time is short and it is he who is causing this to happen. Now, are you quietly sitting, allowing your Bibles to gather dust or are you ransacking your Bible in and out to look for hidden treasures that are deep within it? You know, we know everything. We uh, yet do nothing we do all the silly things uh, ignore the most important thing of all which is learning about the one and only supreme god and disregarding his words and taking it lightly you know we study so hard for an exam for the fear of failing in it but we miss out on studying for the exam of our lives whose answer is only seen in the word of God, the Holy Scriptures, and we don't even think or realize that our failure in doing so is eternal torment in hell. You know, with our studies, with everything that is not of God, we do with great zeal, but godly things like prayer, Bible reading, fasting, etc., we can barely stay put for five minutes before we are bored or sleepy or we think of a hundred more important things to do. That's the devil. Remember, the Bible is still the only oldest and the most popular and the most sold book in the whole world, even today. No other book has stood the test of time except the Bible. Now, today's culture has trivialized the subject of hell, uh, demons, devil, and also of God, heaven, and angels. All because the devil wants to tempt and hurt God's children and get them to move away from God and his commands and thus to take them to hell. That way he hurts God the most. He gets back at God for all that anger that is in him. Uh, you know, so let me quickly sum up the devil's agenda. His agenda is to destroy us and hurt the Father God in the process. He does not necessarily want people to worship him, that is the devil, or serve him. He only wants to make sure that people do not know and worship the one and only true God. As long as people are occupied with other things, he's happy. As long as they are away from God and his words, he has his goal achieved. You know, even an atheist who believes in no God is actually worshipping the devil without knowing it. Remember, as long as we are not close to the one and only true God, the devil has won and succeeded in destroying our souls in hell. Now, Satan has caused so much doubt and confusion about God, about Jesus, that we no longer know the truth, that we remain doubtful of, you know, what is right and what is wrong. Uh, we remain confused about who is the one true God, if there is even a God or heaven or hell or God or angels or Satan or demons, you know, he has left us so confused. Satan knows and believes in the words of God and its power, but he makes us disbelieve in God's words and his true power and might. So how he must be laughing at us, how he must be thinking these so-called people of God can easily be fools, can so easily be manipulated. 
Satan knows the truth and even to a great extent believes in its true power, but he prevents us from reading the truth, thus bringing on our heads disasters, curses, hell, and, you know, he rejoices at our destruction. We are just a means to an end for the devil, so beware, be wise, cling to the word of God, study it, meditate upon it. Uh, you know, uh, it will give you the wisdom to recognize when and how the devil works and how to fight him. Basically, the word of God exposes the devil and his schemes and shows man how to keep him at bay. No wonder he tries so hard to get us to not read it. You know, uh, let me close with this one point in John 1 1. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. So when a person rejects the word, has no time for the word, he is doing so unto God. He rejects God. He has no time for God. And who dares to make no time for the King of all kings and the Lord of all lords and the God of all gods? I wouldn't. Thank you.